Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Now, one of the huge stories in this country, of course, is the housing markets on fire. And uh, I keep hearing that it's time to, well, for interceding. Maybe governments should intercede. Banks should intercede. Everybody should intercede because folks are getting in over their heads. So let's go to Catherine Swift, economist, former president of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business, one of our beauties and the beast panelists, of course. And we have a, a panel discussion coming up tomorrow. People keep asking when's the next BNB. Well, it's tomorrow. So Catherine, thanks for coming on. Let's talk about the housing bubble. First of all, how do you see it? Well, I must say, uh, first of all, do we really have a problem? Uh, when you look at the statistics, when you look at the facts, Canada has an inordinately high percentage of home ownership. It's around 70%. And there's been a lot of talk about, oh, the, you know, the, the millennials, the next generations are having trouble and so on. And undoubtedly some are. But even when you look at younger people, they still have, when we look around the world, an inordinately high level of home ownership. So I would question right off the bat, do we even have a problem here? And when we look for government to intervene, or at least some people do, I usually don't, um, the, the, a lot of the problems that have beset the housing industry have been precisely because of government policies. Things like very high land transfer taxes that have driven up the prices of homes and put them out of reach of an awful lot of people. We're, we're inviting an awful lot of immigrants into Canada. And granted, we, we are, a, a, I'm a second generation Canadian myself. I, uh, we are a, a country formed on immigration. But we have to realize if governments are going to do this, it's going to put pressure on the major markets. Because, of course, we're not talking about all of Canada having a housing problem. We're basically talking about Vancouver, Montreal and Toronto. And that's where immigrants tend to land. Uh, we also see, of course, record low interest rates, which are driving uh, house buying as well, and so on and so forth. So uh, I would like, I would prefer to see governments unwind some of their policies that are causing problems. Um, the other, the other question is supply. There's great demand right now, and people are still going to want to come to Canada for the foreseeable future, from all indications, and. We don't see the housing supply we need. We're increasingly making entire areas of the country uh, off limits to building. And maybe there's good arguments to do that. But once again, don't expect it not to have an impact. So I would rather look at a lot of these government policies that have caused the problems and maybe unwind them a little bit rather than inviting the ham-handed <laughs> fist of government uh, to come in once again and muck up the housing market. And let's not forget, a lot of Canadians are very, very happy right now that their property is attracting a, 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 you know, quite a high value because for the longest time in Canada, not just exclusively here, but for the longest time, we know that people's principal residence is a key part of their own personal retirement planning. So mm -hmm. once again, high, high 
prices are actually a good thing for a good chunk of the population. Now, how did I know that you would not want to see government get involved? <laughs> but but well, there's, I guess. but yeah, well, I guess. <laughs> but based on thirty-five years of knowing you, um, <laughs> but there's still the call for for government intervention. There's still the call for intervention. You have chief economists for banks expressing concerns. You have people saying, "Well, what happens if the interest rates rise?" And people who you know, new home buyers who were completely leveraged now have to face interest rates that are that are up and they can't possibly meet them. They'll walk away from their homes. What do you say to all of that concern? Well, I don't think I don't think a lot of those people are right. Frankly, I mean, they're speculating and their speculation is as good as anybody else's, I guess. But uh, the, the I don't think there's any question. Interest rates have already shown signs of ticking up a little bit, not not a lot. So I don't think there's any doubt that that housing prices are going to or sorry, interest rates are going to be rising uh, to some extent. But the notion I mean, I, I'm lo- I'm long lived enough to remember 22 percent uh, back when Trudeau number one was in power and messed up our economy big time it, like his son is following suit with. Um, but, you know, we are not going to see the insane interest rates that we have in the past. Um, but nevertheless, there's, there, there's no question that we uh, there is going to be an increase in interest rates. And that is going to put pressure on a certain small portion of people that are counting on low rates being there forever. Mm-hmm. But again, I, I don't see markets adjust all the time. And it seems whenever whenever governments get involved, they make the situation worse. Let's not forget that that whole 2008 recession was predicated, and it was mostly the U.S. at the time, on uh, encouraging people to buy houses they couldn't afford and then packaging up that debt in ways that were that was not right. financially That's very right. smart to, to there are the outliers though like the carbon tax and other events that uh, and, and policies that we cannot control that we the individuals cannot control that are going to impact our bottom line dramatically oh, oh, oh no question so I'm about playing it. devil's advocate here a little bit whatever that word yes. is but but then but but that isn't directly re- related to the housing market. That is simply as governments take more of our money in yeah, whatever form yeah. they take it, whether it's a carbon tax or or whatever. And, yeah. and we know the carbon tax is at least scheduled unless we get a change of government. We're going to see the carbon tax increase about 500 yeah. percent over the next decade. Not a trivial. The only reason I the only reason I raised that one. the only reason I raised that, Catherine, is because, again, it affects the bottom line of it, the individual. Precisely. But it, it we have household income. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.